Hi everyone, this is Deborah Rodriguez and thanks for being with me today on my podcast once again. We are entering in week two, the war in the mind. Alright, so this week we are continuing our four-week series of the war in the mind, how negative thoughts relate to spiritual warfare, and so much more. So this week we're going into a new topic, we're going into some new scripture and a new subject, and this sermon this this week i have been attacked so much this week to get this message out and to get this podcast out but i am so uh thankful uh that i'm about to get this out i'm actually um right now getting ready to um head to the hospital so there's a lot going on right now even as i'm getting ready to um, start this podcast but i've decided to go ahead and push through and um and do the podcast before I I get there. I make it there. So I'm trying to go ahead and push through now uh, because I feel like this has been already a delay of trying to get this message out. And I feel like this message is really important uh, for week two. So because of that, um, I know that this is this is for a purpose. I know it without a doubt. Okay, so this week we're going to be talking about comparison and jealousy. Uh, We're going to be talking about uh, uh, envy and bullying as well. So I'm going to be talking about um, a story in the Bible. Also, I'll be comparing it uh, to one of the Disney movies that you guys might know best is Snow White. All right. So I'm going to be using both of these um, analogies and and these stories, uh, the story in the Bible of Saul and David. And I'm going to be using uh, the analogy of... um, the queen and snow white and the queen and snow white all right so i'm going to be using both of these um both of these stories to be able to portray something that what we're experiencing every day and what i've been experiencing definitely for the past a few years of my life and this has definitely been a struggle that i've had to go through um just as a young individual um, coming up very young and having the understanding and knowledge that I have and just I've been I've been going through this since I was young and having to really fight the spirit uh, in people a lot and I know that we don't wrestle in flesh and blood uh, but but the spirits and the, the spiritual world and principalities but this is something that I've had to um, that has introduced it that has come against me since years for years and, and I'm going to talk about how I'm able to um, push past these type of things and these type of entities that try to come toward you. I'm going to be talking about um, my experiencing my experiences with um, jealousy and envious people and just different things that I've experienced and how it it played a huge role on my mental health um, and how it um, was was sent to set me back and uh, just how I had to build myself again. So because we're talking about this, this, um, this series is all about trauma, you know, this series about spiritual warfare. So this is a spirit, this is definitely spiritual warfare that we don't talk about, you know, we see it in the church, we see it um, in our jobs and all of this different stuff. And I've experienced it. I mean, every, every place, location, you wouldn't think I have experienced it. And it's something that we're not talking about. And it's not saying, okay, hey, I'm just this golden person or no, but this is the way, this is a way that I am attacked. This is the way that I I experience spiritual warfare in my own life. Everybody has different ways that they experience warfare. And this is one thing that I experience warfare. Uh, So I'm going to get into that this uh, week for this week specifically. So the uh, Bible verse that we're going to be reading from is Proverbs 14 and 30. Okay, and that reads, a sound heart, and if this is from the a New International Version, so if you have the King James Version, it might um, say a tranquil, or you might see something like that. So tranquil sound, it's basically saying peace, like, you know, a sound heart, like peace, okay? So you might see that um, as well. Um, you might see that as well, all right? But that's all in the same a boat okay so the bible verse says a sound heart is life to the body but envy is rottenness to the bones all right so we're going to talk about how envy the spirit of envy and envy in people and jealousy and all of this stuff how it eats us up inside 
and and it can affect uh, others around us so we're going to talk about comparison and jealousy because oh my god uh this is just not talked about enough and i want to go ahead and pray um first because being someone who experienced this i want to make sure i'm getting this message across so that it let you guys see it from a different perspective not just that i'm ranting or going off about hey i went through this i went through this out no i'm not trying to come to you guys and say okay i went through this half the stuff you guys understand that i've already went through but i'm coming to you guys with this text uh to to reveal a very important um aspect of this and how it is used and how the enemy will use even us if he can to bring forth the downfall of somebody else that God is trying to bless so please get your bibles get your notebooks get everything you need to get right now so you can take some notes and 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 pay attention to this because I want you guys to really dig deep and really understand uh what's happening and the way you are being attacked in the in in different things in your life and um just because you see people more successful or you see them online flaunting and shining and whatever that does not mean they're not jealous and envious of you it doesn't mean that they didn't have enough. And I'm going to talk about that because a lot of people think jealousy, people that don't have are envious or jealous. No, there are people that do have that are envious and jealous. But you I, what in this in this um, week, this series, I'm going to talk this week. I'm going to talk about what specifically they're jealous of. You know, it's not it's not the material things and the money all the time. It's not all that all the time. And I'm going to talk about that this week. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for what you are doing with this podcast, God. God, And I am pushing through today. I am in pain, uh, aching right now. And uh, I am still pushing through because I am dedicated to this call and I am dedicated to this mission. And I thank you for sending people to to listen to this podcast because I know it is reaching uh, many people, God. God, we just come to you. God, I, I just pray. I thank you for your grace. God, I don't use your grace for an excuse. I use your grace as a, as a, as a gift in my life because I am a sinner, Lord, and I am saved. I am saved by Jesus Christ, God. So, God, I just pray you. I thank you for forgiving me, forgiving me for my sins daily and just me being able to come to you as a friend um, and just be able to trust Jesus in my life to be able to give all those things to him and ask him for help. So, Lord, I pray as I start this podcast, God, I come against any distractions that might already be in the atmosphere, even in my mind, my own self. I pray that I am able to deliver this message completely from a heart of purity and not of anger and that this message is coming and bringing forth the fruit and not darkness or or pain to lead astray your sheep and you're called god i thank you for having mercy on us every day and i pray anyone that's listening to this podcast god i pray that they are they have the ears to be receptive to hear this message and be able to see this message and even if this message speaks to them in their own life that they're able to take something from it and share it and pass it along if need be so god i thank you for giving me the grace and mercy and the heart to be able to and just trusting me and humbling me to give me this this platform to be able to share your word with with just such joy to be able to share your word in this time and i give you all honor and glory in jesus name amen all right you guys so this might be a long one i'm going to try to make it uh maybe an hour if possible so that we don't have to roll over into part two Okay, so we're going we're going to start going to this. Okay, Proverbs 14 and 30. A sound heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bone. So a sound heart, a peaceful heart, a heart of contentment. And we're not getting to this contentment. I want you guys to write down if you're writing notes, if you're a type of person to write notes, write down contentment. What contentment does for us when we are content and we're not constantly um, looking to the left and looking to the right, we have joy. All right. But when we envy, when we start to think, you know what, I don't have enough or maybe if I had this, I'll be happy. Or, you know, look at her, look what she's doing or look at him. You know, I can do that. I did that. You know, I, I, I've already done that. Da, da, da. We get into that's that we open our open the door for us to be used negatively in someone else's life. That's what we do. We open the door to be used negatively in someone else's life. And so we're going to get into this. We're going to get into how 
we can be stopping even ourselves. If we allow the enemy to come into our heart and do that, we can stop other people from thriving the way they're supposed to be thriving. Even by just having that that um, aspect of envy or jealousy. Okay? And this is envy and jealousy is, is something that I want to talk about because a lot of people don't accept that they've been jealous or envy, envious in their life. We've all been jealous or envious in our life. We've uh, felt, you know, like maybe we're missing out on something or maybe we're not moving ourselves into where we're supposed to be and we have to accept that and I learned believe it or not as a six-year-old and we took this test and it says do you accept your jealousy you know and at a six as a six-year-old I clicked I I checked yes and I remembered it, meaning like we had, it was all these emotions. It said, do you accept when you have this specific issue going on with yourself? And I checked it and I, and I knew as a six-year-old, hey, I know what this emotion is. I know what jealousy is. I know how this feels. Do I accept it or do I ignore it that I have it and let it rumble and, and, and go? Even though at a young age, I might have not remembered experiencing things, but I remember, you know, the, the, the point, uh, I talked to you guys a lot about the time I stole some shoes. I don't know if I talked about this on my podcast, but I went in a store, I went in Payless and I wanted these shoes. I envied, I had the emotion of envy at a, as a six year old. And I wanted these shoes so bad. It was these little, you know, these little sandal shoes. And I went into a store, I went into Payless and um, my mom told me we couldn't, I wasn't getting, I, you know, I t- tell you as I was an outlaw, you know, my mom said, you know, uh, you're no, we are not getting those. I didn't want to hear that. I snuck those shoes on the side of my um, my arm and I walked out of the store and I got all the way home. And my mom said, my mom caught me with those shoes and she said, didn't I tell you that you're, that I didn't, I didn't, didn't I tell you that you're not going to have those shoes? Didn't I tell you that you're not going to have your, those shoes? And you went and took them anyway. And I'm going to, oh, I'm going to get into this because this is powerful. And you know what she did? She looked at me and see my mom, my mom played. I'm, I'm going to give you guys a little scenario right now. Imagine my mom, because we're going to go back to this story. And I'm putting myself in this story because I want you to see, I want you to see myself in a, in a human being and how God portrays the story in the Bible uh, along with this other story. So there's three uh, uh, syn- um, synopsis stories of this, but I'm going to start off with me. And my mom is going to be playing the role of God just the role my I'm going to be playing Saul or the witch and my sister is going to play um she's going to be uh David or Snow White okay in this aspect so my mom said you know you can't you can't have that you know I didn't think I didn't know what she was going to do before she did it she said you know I'm not going to whip you she said I'm not going to give no you're not going to get a whip and she said I'm not going to whip you she said she did something even worse she gave the shoes that I wanted so bad, she gave them to my sister. That was the worst punishment that somebody could ever give me as a six-year-old. And I'm telling you, I was so angry. And I went to go cry. And I accepted. I said, I was wrong. I was wrong. Now I had to watch my sister clank and click around them shoes with the shoes that I took from the store. I had to watch her clank and click around with them shoes because we were the same size. Yeah, you know, some of y'all know where I'm coming from. We were the same size. We had the same size shoe. Imagine something you wanted go to somebody else and you and you and you're angry and you're jealous because you felt that you deserved it but it didn't it didn't go to you it went to somebody else or somebody else is next in line it didn't go to you and at a young age i experienced that and but how i conquered it how i conquered it was to become content in what i had and even though i wanted those shoes and i said you know i really want those shoes i want to click around in those shoes you know, I really want those shoes. And we don't think at a young age we can be going through. Kids get jealous. Oh, kids are jealous. They get jealous. They get these emotions. But God had to deal with me and my mom. God used my mom to deal with me at a young age to, to, to get those qualities out of me before it ruined me as an adult or a teen. This is why when I went into my middle school years, teen years, all these years, I didn't look at other girls and say, hey, I want that. Or, you know, um, 
oh, she's with this man, you know, and he doing all this stuff, and I want I want him for myself. I'm gonna go tell. I I didn't have that problem. I didn't have those problems because I didn't have that in my heart anymore. My heart was content. And see, the Bible says a sound heart is life to the body. But an envy is rotten to the bones. And oh, we've been in some situations where we are where we can be real rotten and nasty. And we think, you know, everything is going well and it's not. And we're sitting here mad at the next person. Yeah, that's what a lot of us are going through. Because we're so scared for somebody else to, to, to take, or we think somebody's going to take our position. Nobody's going to take a position that God gave you. Only God can take that away from you. And see, something that I want us to, to get into the midst of is that obedience is better than sacrifice. This is something very important. This is going to go, we're going to go into the story of Saul. And I'm going to tell you guys a synopsis of the story of Saul. In the Bible, it's the story of Saul and David. I'm going to tell you a synopsis of it. I'm going to also talk about the Disney movie um, Snow White. Or if you have not seen it, it's Snow White and the Huntsman. You can go look at that movie as well. I saw it some years ago. But it's the story, basically the story of Snow White. And I'm going to get into uh, the back, back, back story of Snow White and what actually happened. Okay, with the witch and all this different stuff. So, obedience is better than sacrifice. And in the Bible, God told, God had specific directions for Saul. Going back to my specific story and my mom, I was not obedient to what my mom had told me to do. I was not obedient. She said, no, I went and did it anyway. After she said, no, this opened the door for me to be hurt, for rejection to happen, for all these things to happen because I did not listen. And guess what? I got a consequence for that. So just because you guys think that you might be able to get away with some things and things are not happening to you and you're doing things behind the scenes and you're hating on people behind the scenes and you're trying to destroy their life behind the scenes and you're gossiping behind them uh, behind the scenes and you're doing all this stuff to stop them because you don't want them to race and get in front of you, you're opening the door to rejection and hurting your own life. That's what's happening. It's not, it's not helping you, it's destroying you and your heart is getting bitter and bitter and more bitter because you gotta watch this person and you keep seeing as much as you're trying to destroy them, they keep growing, that hurt, that hurt a lot of people. And some of you guys on this podcast, it's hurt you too because you, you have to, you've had to watch people excel in front of you when you did everything you could to stop them and they still didn't happen. So let me, let me, let me show you how God is gonna intercept in this situation with, with, uh, with um god with with the king saul and king david and i'm also going to go back into a back i'm going to go back into the story of jesus and king harold because i want you guys to see how god always intercepted we're, and we're going to go into the queen the queen and uh snow white how god intercepted how God, when God has a plan for your life, nothing is going to stop you. Somebody can put a, somebody can put a hex on you to kill you and you're not going to die. And they're going to wonder why, why they didn't die. Why didn't they die? Why didn't they die? Because God has intercepted in your life. And for some, for a lot of us, this has become trauma in our life. Not only that we've been in a victim of envy and jealousy from other people and the, the way they've treated us, but we've, we've become the, the predator or the person that's doing it to other people and it's becoming a victim in our brain because we're constantly comparing ourselves to something that is not even in our, not even where we're supposed to be. Contentment is what cures and handles all this type of stuff and, and just completely erases it. And a lot of us are walking around and we're struggling and we're battling with this comparison and we're depressed at night because we're constantly watching the next woman, the next man, the next movie star, the next uh, celebrity, the next this, the next that. And we're trying so hard to meet this and we don't understand what God is doing with them. So let's get into this. We're going to get into the story first. I want to talk about the story of, of Jesus. And, um, oh, this this story, you know, and every time I watch The Passion, you've seen The Passion, a movie of, of Jesus being crucified. Every time I watch it, and on this specific part, I just say, oh, I do that every time because the interception that God, the, the interception. See, King Harold was a king. He was a king, and we we hear we hear these stories a lot. We I'm going to talk about the kings in the Bible. King Saul was a king. King Herod was a king. 
um, um, the queen. You know, we get into these celebrities. They think they're kings and queens and they're the, the top, right? You know, we, we, we already know. You know what I'm talking about. We, you know, they said nobody can beat us. We're number one in the game. We the first re female rapper and all this stuff. And we got all this strife because there can't be nobody else to beat me. I'm it. I'm the one. I'm it. That's it. You know, I'm queen this. I'm queen that. I'm this king this, king that. No. I'm a tell and so this is what happens when when the king, when even the king, these are supposed to be people that are supposed to be, you're supposed to know who you are. And sometimes God raises something a person up for another purpose. It's not to take your spot. All the time it ain't to take your spot. And just because he raises somebody else up that can do the same exact thing you doing. It don't mean that it's, it's, it, it don't mean it's to take your spot. It doesn't mean that you're not validated. This specific person has another call in the world, in the mission. Y'all too busy self-glorifying uh, yourself and you are afraid to lose the sunlight. Come on, somebody. Some people are afraid to lose the sunshine, the spotlight, the sun. You think it left you. It didn't leave you. Your purpose is different from someone else's purpose. Your calling in the earth is different from someone else's calling in the earth. So this is what happened with, with King Harold. King Harold heard that there was a king coming. He heard there was a king coming. And it was going to be the greatest king that they've ever seen. They've been hearing, they were hearing about this prophecy of Jesus, a Messiah. Y'all yeah, yeah, know this story. A Messiah is coming. He was coming. They heard about this king coming. Oh, King Harold, he didn't like that. He was like, what? Who? Where? When? I'm the only person uh, who about to come and take my kingdom down. These were the Roman Catholics. These were the Pharisees and Sadducees. This, this Jesus was getting ready to come and change some things up. And he was like, oh, wait, now let's kill all the king. Let's kill all the potential kings off. You, you know how that, that is? Example. When, when, uh, cause I, I went through this and I'm gonna go ahead and God, the, oh, the Holy Spirit just, just came upon me about this. I had an issue with some, with some business stuff and, and the person saw my work and decided they was going to shut my stuff down, all of it down so that they can go lift their stuff up. All of a sudden they, uh, and this, this is a, I'm not going to get into no names or whatever, but all of a sudden it very known. All of a sudden my stuff is gone. I, I look online, this stuff flung and, 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 and uh, new business, all this stuff, same, same exact look, same exact thing. But mine was gone. You know how that is when you got to go ahead and go behind the scenes and all of a sudden your stuff gone because people want to mess with it and then they pop up. Some of y'all do it yourself. Go behind the scenes and try to destroy somebody so you can come up before them. Same thing with King Harold did. A lot of these millionaires, billionaires doing now, going stealing from small businesses, taking, taking, um, taking um, information, stealing, plagiarizing people books to come up and then they go put it out themselves. And all of a sudden, the person with the small business, the, the person with the small business looking like, what's going on? What happened? But this millionaire, billionaire, thousands, millions of followers then stole it because they was too scared. That's what they did back in the day. That's what Carnegie did. All these rows of all these millionaires back in the day did it. What they did, they went to go buy these other businesses off so they can remain, remain um, on top. I liked Andrew Carnegie. He was okay, but, but they was greedy back then. He was greedy. He was a greedy man. He wanted to be first. He wanted to be a, a millionaire, billionaire. He, but, but I respect him at the end because he gave it all away when he died. But it was too late after that. He gave 100% of it. He didn't even give it to his family. He gave it to the libraries, to all this stuff. But, but in the process, he did some dirty work to get all that money just to sit on top. And he had a change of heart at the end and gave it away. But by that time, you didn't already took the messed up a lot of people. 
I'm speaking to somebody because we go behind the scenes and we go try to mess up. We go try to flag people's accounts. We go try to report their page and take them down. We go try to hex them so they can so they can go and um and, and be delayed. Because we're jealous. We're envious and we're mad. So I'm gonna get back to into the scripture because I got a lot of this to go. So what happened was, Harold was like, no, nah, we're not doing that. So he, he made an order to kill all of all the new firstborns. Firstborns, you know, it's similar to the story of Pharaoh. All this, we see it, through, we see it through, uh, throughout the text. But God uh, demanded the firstborn to, to, to be dead because he was given a, um, a judgment. But King Harold said, kill all the children Imagine saying kill all the children under two years old. Look, 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 how, look what I'm about to preach. Cause see, I'm not hearing this. And this is, this is, this is important. God intercepted. Harold thought he was doing something that he was going to kill Jesus before Jesus could take his throne. Mary was pregnant. Look at God. Mary was pregnant. The baby was in her stomach. The baby wasn't even, the baby wasn't even our chick. The baby was in her stomach. And you know what happened? God intercepted and told Joseph, leave and flee now. You're in danger. They was on that donkey already gone before Herod went and said, kill everybody. Look how God intercepted. God way ahead of us. We think people coming in and taking, trying to destroy, trying to destroy our platform, trying to take our stuff. I've been through that. God already had a backup plan and a new logo for a new business already in sight. These people had no idea. You trying to, you taking a little small idea. God just gave me another one. You're not stopping me. God, God gave, giving me all these ideas. See, I, when I tell people, I say, I don't got to go and steal people's stuff because I get them every day. It come to me every day. God intercepted and, and, and told them to leave. So we're gonna get into we're gonna get into uh <laughs> look at look at that. We're gonna get into Saul and uh and uh and God and what and what God what God told Saul to do and why he didn't listen. And we're gonna show we're gonna I'm gonna talk about how disobedience. But speaking of that, after Jesus left and got and 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 the three wise men came, Jesus was born. Jesus came and did his purpose. Cause God, cause God was behind him and God raised him up despite whatever King God anoints the King. He anoints the person to put him there. He can take him, he can put him there and he can take him away. It's the same thing. That's why when you become high stature, celebrity, whatever, you can lose whatever you got. You can lose it at any time. And just cause you keeping it and keeping it afloat don't mean you ain't going to lose it either. But one thing I know. Nobody can take away what God has given you. I don't care. You can try to bring it down. You can try to curse it. You can try to hex it. You can try to kill me. It's not going to stop. You're going to see it. And this is what a lot of people have problems with. And they try to kill people and all this stuff because they get so envious inside. They can't stand to see the blessing of God on somebody else. And I'm speaking to somebody on this podcast. It might not be you. It could be somebody else, but I'm speaking to somebody right now. And the story of the story of Saul and David in the Bible was God was raising up a new king. Listen to this. God, God ain't, God ain't playing. God ain't playing with y'all. People be thinking God playing. You know, these, these pastors in the church, these Christians in the church thing, ain't nobody going to take their spot. God ain't going to put nobody else to do the work when you don't do it. So half the time it ain't about taking your spot, but you don't tell God what he's gonna do. You you God tell you to do something, you people some of y'all too much to be of a king, you don't wanna listen. You think you're gonna be the 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 top R and B dance artist all for the nah somebody else gonna come up there because you ain't you are you left God and left you. He he didn't left his spirit left because you you decided you was gonna be disobedient. And this is what happened. God anointed Saul as a king in the in this in this uh book and he favored 
he favored Saul. Saul was obedient. Saul listened. Saul was a king. Then Saul decided he was going to be too much of a king and he was too prideful and he didn't need God. Saul thought, Saul starts saying, be your own king. I'm my own king. I'm a king already. Saul starts thinking he was a king. He was a king. He started being his own king. He stopped listening to God. He stopped following God. He He stopped putting God first. He started thinking, I can do this all by myself. I don't need you. Soon as he started thinking that, God left him. The spirit of God left him. It ain't that God didn't love him no more. The spirit of God and the prophet came to him and said, okay, you don't want to listen to what God said? Fine. And when he walked away, Saul ripped the garment of the prophet. And the prophet said, just as you ripped this, is the same way your kingdom will be ripped from you. Ooh, I just got the chills. Because, ooh, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. You can't do it. You know, I tell people, people say, you know, you've been, you did, you did. I don't, I, I, people compliment me, but I, but I always give glory to God. Because the reason being, because this anointing, I tell people all the time, I can't do any of this without God. None of this that I can do is without God and Jesus Christ. None of it. I give all glory to him because I can't do, I don't have the potential. This anointing that I have over my life to, to preach, to, for business, for all this stuff is not me. And I tell people all the time for dance, I say, I can't do none of this without God. I can't. A lot of people, yeah, people got gifts in dance. A lot of people, um, there's demonic, there's a lot of entities and all this stuff going on too. Cause they selling themselves to Satan, they giving their soul, and they try. And you know, people say, "Oh, the Illuminati, all this stuff." The Illuminati ain't about no people getting shot, killed, or whatever. It's the it's the the trend the um, the transferal that you see. You know, okay, it's more about money now. It's more about fame now. You know, God revealed to me when I was in the entertainment as a young age, uh, industry, that it went, as a young age, it, uh, that if I made the decision I w- that was going to happen to me, I, I, that I was going to get killed. Like, I was on stage performing, dancing, or whatever, and somebody came and shot me. Though uh, He warned me of some things, you know, that I was in a lot of danger. Going into, you know, I told you guys I had so many opportunities to be there. I was, I, I declined those opportunities. Would have been on TV, all this different stuff. I, I wasn't rooted. I didn't have, I'm not saying I didn't have God in my life, but he wasn't like in my life like he was now. You know, sometimes we think, oh, so we gonna, we gonna walk around giving a, giving a glory to, oh, my dance teacher. I'm giving a glory to all my dance teacher. I give this to, you know, uh, something such in records. We, we forget, we forget where we came from. We forget that we can't do this without God. And that's the danger of this stuff, you know? So I'm gonna get into this because this is important. This is important. And oh, this is God. This is a message in the in the book of Saul and uh and uh Saul and David, cause the the demons start tormenting Saul, y'all, cause he he was so jealous. He became so jealous when he found out that God was raising up David. God was raising up somebody that he would not even think to raise up because he was disobedient. God gave Saul specific actions. And his actions was, was to destroy a nation because they were obedient to God. He spared them instead. He instructed them to destroy all the belongings. He kept the sheep and cattle instead. He, 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 um, Saul started honoring himself instead of God. You know? He wanted him to, God looks for obedience over sacrifice. If, if God tell me, you know what? You need to leave that man. You know, you, this is not for you. You need to leave this behind, leave it. And I just said, okay, you know what? I'm gonna just hold on to him. God, we just gonna, we gonna be, uh, 
We're going to just be friends. He said, leave it. He didn't say be friends, do all this stuff for him. He said, leave it. So, so God rejected Saul as a king because, because Saul rejected his command, the commands of the Lord. And what happened, God was raising up, God was already raising up David. <laughs> Why all this, Saul was doing all this thinking that he wasn't going to give, God wasn't doing nothing. He wasn't going to, God wasn't going to raise up a new king. God had already went behind and sent the prophet to anoint the new king already. David was already anointed. He was a, they are, they are, they are uh, anointing him already as a king. He just wasn't into, he just wasn't going into his uh, appointment yet. He wasn't in it yet, but they had already anointed him as king, but he, he had to grow into that position. So, so I want to talk about this because, because this, this is something else. So the spirit, the, the enemy started tormenting Saul, giving him all these, you know, imagine you, you depressed. We talking about trauma. You're going through all this depression because you don't know what's going on. You don't know why you're feeling depressed all the time. Why you comparing yourself to, to Jessica and, and Esmeralda and, and you looking at their bodies and you comparing what they got on. And, you know, you looking at how, how this man got money and how he able to take his girl out and how he married. And you, don't, you can't wonder why you why you so depressed inside and why you not content inside. And this was Saul having to watch somebody getting ready to take his king his kingdom having to watch somebody come up that performing artist coming up and about to pass me up the new rapper coming out with a million views and i only got you know i'm supposed to be the best you 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 you're struggling in your mind and you got all this stuff going on and you're depressed and your mental health is suffering because you can't help that you just not that that's just not what what god got where god got you anymore you're not content so it starts to come out. It starts to come out in your mental health. It starts to come out in your everyday life. You start comparing yourself to other women. Every time she posts something, you got to post something better. I remember having a friend like that. I posted, I started drinking some water again. She posted a whole jug and labeled it. I had to unfollow her. Because every day it was something else. Oh, I, you post the outfit. Oh, I just post the sprinkle. And this was a friend. I ain't trying to compete with you. I'm trying to, we, we supposed to be working together. But it was grieving my spirit because every time I went online or every time I saw something, it was a comparison. It was a competition. You can't compete where you can't, you don't compare. You don't compare to me. I'm on a whole nother level. For myself, I don't compare with you because you on a whole nother level for yourself. We're two different women. You're two different men. You're on a whole nother level. You're not your parents. You're not the ne- that celebrity that can throw all these bands because all of his all the videos he's putting online are half naked women, and all the views he's getting, he's getting money for all the music and all the streams he's got. Half of this, these music videos ain't nothing, but they're getting money because we're watching it because they, that, that's, what, that's what it's all about. A lot of people said, why, you know, why Kylie Jenner was on WAP? For views. If a person is a billionaire and they got five point some, some million followers, if you think that I was featured in WAP, my followers wasn't going to go watch, watch WAP? Y'all ain't thinking. The girl got something, 500 and something million followers, billionaire, whatever, five, something, 900 mil, mil, uh, status, makeup artist. You think I'm not going to go watch WAP because she in it? If, if I'm following her, guess who getting money on their album? Cardi, because she got, she got, she put all these people with big influences in her video. I don't know why uh, Cardi was gonna put why, uh, why she put bop bop, why she put Kyrie. What you think? It's for a few. I don't personally listen to a lot of them all uh, anyway, like that. But what I'm saying is, we're not thinking. We're not seeing the competition and we we destroying ourselves slowly. Focus on yourself. 
we got to focus on ourselves. So anyway, back to back to my um, back to my uh, what I'm saying. I'm gonna ooh, I want to get into uh, I want to get into Snow White because I got to get to this uh, I got to get to this hospital. I want to get into Snow White. And um, if you know the story of Snow White, if you watch the uh, movie uh, um, Snow White and the Huntsman, there's two watch it is going to speak to you i've seen it years before that's why i remember the story and the witch and snow white she said beauty is my power you can watch you can watch the trailer and you'll see it she said beauty is my power and she would ask this little mirror Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? And the mirror would always say you. But when Snow White came along, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? You. But there is another destined to surpass you. Come see 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 there's another destined to surpass you and i feel like there's these are the older women that have this problem sometimes and not even the older women they're younger women too but this is a this is a not being content with who we are and not realizing that somebody is learning from us and growing from us and there'll always be somebody better i always tell my my uh dancers when i was training my dancers if you're not, if you don't do this choreography better than me, you got work to do. I want you to do it better than me. I want you to surpass me. I want you to overcome past what I've overcome because I, this is a mentorship because I'm, I'm not going to be this way forever. I'm going to get old and I got to pass this on. A lot of us don't want to pass stuff on. We want to keep it to ourselves. We want to be the great. We want to be the best. We don't want anyone else, especially, you know, and so many 40 year old women, we're, we're bullying these 20 year old girls, 18 year old girls in the workplace, in the jobs, because we feel like we don't want them to grow. How are you not gonna want somebody to grow when you're supposed to be a, a mentor to them, to help them, to train them? I was working in a workplace and a lady was over 50 years older than me. And I was trying to go into this new you know, position, and they say, you know, they didn't train me really fully because they were scared that I was going to overseed or surpass. And I was like, you know, this is ridiculous. I can understand the fear, though, the fear of losing what you feel like you you're going to lose because you because you you're afraid. You know, I'm getting a little bit old, and I can I, I understand someone who's struggling with like you know body weight. They might be a little bit bigger, and you know they feel like, oh hey, I'm gonna. I'm not the same anymore. I might lose what I had, you know, and this is, this happens with um, even older women who are coming of age, like 70, 60, and they're getting, seeing those wrinkles, you know, they're seeing those gray hairs and they're feeling like, you know what, I might lose them to a young person, you know, or I'm not the most beautiful I used to be. And so they have this, um, cringy type feeling because they see the young people moving and flourishing but that don't mean that god took a purpose from you that don't mean that you're going to be um less or, or your spot is being taken if you're being obedient to god and doing what he's supposed to do you're going to stay in the, you're going to be in the right alignment everybody that, that god replaces a person with are not younger than the person sometimes it's the same age as you but the issue with Snow White, she, she felt that in her beauty, she was so powerful that she could not accept someone else might take in this power from her. She, didn't, she felt beauty was power and beauty is not power. And see, the beauty of Snow White was not in 
taking the soul, sucking the spirit. This is what this witch was doing. Snow White was, I mean, the witch in Snow White was sucking the spirit of the, of the younger, uh, beautiful people. She was sucking the spirit of them and, and taking it on in herself, which was making her beautiful. A lot of women do this even today, and we don't talk about this, but they are using, um, you know, these hexes and all this stuff to try to become beautiful and all these different things. And we're so envious that we rather suck the life. And this is a, this, these are, this is a demonic thing. This envy spirit, this is a demon. And the people say, well, you don't want to demonetize. You know, I don't, you don't, you shouldn't demonetize things. No, that's what, that's what it is. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's something, it's a vein that turns us into someone completely different. Anger. You know, we want to, we want to, it's not saying, oh, you're being possessed by envy. You know, I was almost killed by envy. And I say this because I was almost killed by envy twice as a teenager. And, you know, as an adult, you know, and I talk about this and I don't talk about this um, because the, uh, the person who, I experienced this with it's, it's probably still listening to the podcast you know I don't have any heart uh, faint, uh, mean heart uh, against her or anything but she yeah she still listens to the podcast and different things like that and I say it because the enemy used her in this time because she allowed her heart to be open you know and she, she, the, the envy she had, I remember, you know, being asleep and her going to get that knife and saying, something is leading me to do something bad to you. And God revealed to, to both of us, it was like Cain and Abel. And in this mist, we were able to accept, hey, you know, why are you feeling like this? And she said, you know, why is God accepting your offering or your gift? And, and, I, and I've been doing this for years. I've been in ministry for doing this. And why are you getting the blessings of God? And why are these, this is happening to you? And I had to explain to her. I had to explain to her the heart is where God accepts. God told Cain specifically to, to, to do something for him. And he didn't accept his gift because his heart was it was was not right it was not it was envious and it was coming into a it was he was trying to compete or trying to to do all this stuff and all these works and god didn't want it and he could and cain couldn't accept why god wouldn't accept his offering but he gladly accepted abel's offering it wasn't that cain wasn't a talented person they were in two different workplaces they had two different callings it was his heart it was his heart. He wasn't trying to do stuff just to be on top or trying to get the interview or the, the, the money or the, the um, be on the top of a magazine and all this, all this different stuff or, you know, be in a music video. He wasn't trying to do all this stuff so people can see him. He wasn't trying to get on stage so he can see him and be popular. He was doing it for the glory of God. He was doing it to get closer to God. He wasn't doing it for works or recognition. And this is why God accepted it. And he couldn't understand why his brother was, was getting favor from God and exceeding and he was not. You know, it's, it's some people, some people are broke, they don't even have any money. And they're superseding people that have millions, trillions, billions, whatever, because the per these people are arrogant. Arrogant people are not going to go anywhere. You can be arrogant with a lot of money, have a lot of fame, have a lot. You could be the most talented person. You're not going anywhere. You're going to stay there, the same old stuff, and you're going to, because you haven't learned your lesson. You're going to be miserable. You know, fame, everybody running toward fame. I'm going to be rich one day. La, la, I'm going to have this da, 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 da. Y'all ain't got no character. You abusing people, cursing people out slinging people around making people feel like oh you know what it's cool to abuse women you ain't going nowhere that, that ain't nothing cute about that having money growing you you just growing with money you're not growing with nothing else nothing is nothing is nothing is cute about that
you know so what I want to tell you guys about because this story ooh, this story is important and the foundation of where Snow White came from where she came from and and what the witch did and I'm going to tell y'all how the witch got so angry. Just go back to what I'm telling y'all when you, when you envy and you, you seeing somebody being blessed. A lot of people can't watch. A lot of people can't sit there and watch people being blessed. It hurts some of y'all. And that's why in your minds, if you don't get that out, comparison, that's going to drive you crazy. That comparison. Comparing. A lot of y'all not, not mad because of no man or sad. Y'all mad cause y'all mad cause that girl online happy and she posting happy and all that and you you expect to go on her page and when she not mad when she not happy you happy or when he mad you happy on your page cause she cause he mad y'all I'm talking to the men too and when she going through problems on on her page you posting a smiley face and a little smile and a little smirk on your page. And when she posting a dance video, you got to show some legs or some butt because you need attention that bad. You comparing yourself. And this is why you're depressed and emotionally disturbed. Because you always constantly going to something and you compare yourself and you are not content. A lot of y'all got money. You got family members. There's people that ain't got no money, family members, nothing. They don't got support. And they sitting here happy as a bird and you can't wonder why. I had a dream of this girl. Oh, God. Come on, Lord. Ooh, and this girl had over, she had some 100,000, some followers, 200, 300. I don't know how much she had. Like, probably like 700K or something. I don't know. And this was a while back. And I only had like 100 followers. And God showed me, God showed me her and her friend talking about me didn't even know the girl but I knew she was a mutual something I, I she popped up or whatever but showed me her talking about me to the girl saying how she only got a not a hundred followers I got way more followers than her how, how does she have all this influence and other and, and she was oh she was mad and I woke up and I said, you know, look at this. Look at this. I had like 91 followers. I said, God, this person got how much followers? 700K? And you you mad at me with 91 followers? This is how uh, Saul was to, um, to David. This girl envying an influence that I've been having since I was, I don't know how long. Five? Preaching to people at 10, speaking on competitions, losing, winning, winning competitions, losing their life, bad relationships. I ain't talking on nothing I don't know. I didn't delete an Instagram by 15 times, 16 times in my life. Instagram don't make me who I am because in real life, I'm somebody. In real life, you dismantle a lot of these social media accounts. They probably got two friends. Not even that they got two friends. See, I don't compare myself to people. I don't compare myself to a lot of women. I met women who had sugar daddies and they was starting businesses, talking about how they was blessed. Buying food for everybody, talking about how they, they got money today when they had to go, they had to go out and eat dinner with old men and, and sleep around with all this stuff just to get two thousand five thousand dollars deposited into their accounts i'm free i ain't got to do all that all i got to do is be me this is why i don't compare myself to women like that i don't compare myself to men you don't know what somebody doing for a living if they working hard great that's great a lot of people doing what they got to do but see i'm not i'm not a p i'm not um impressed by the fancy cars and stuff i see online I'm not impressed by all that. That's beautiful if you work and running your businesses. If you work in a nine to five, nine to fives are good too. Get you a nine to five. 
If you can get one, get one. Because sometimes it's hard to get one. Do what you got to do to to support yourself. But don't, I don't see, don't compare yourself to nobody because you don't know where they came from. You don't know why God is blessing this person right now. You don't know. People, if they, you can have, you meant people, there's people struggling, no food in their fridge, and they come outside glowing and happy, and a person with millions, not even mil- thousands, all this influence, jealous of them. I, I got celebrities watching my stuff. I got like 73 uh, likes. I see my stuff, 700 interactions. where that come from? People ain't, people... <laughs> People don't want what I got. People wondering what she doing because I ain't doing that. And like I'm miserable or whatever. What she got. I got contentment. That's what I got. I'm happy with where I'm at. And this is important because we're going to go back to the witch. He said, there is another destined to surpass you. And he said, if you get her heart, I will, you will live forever. Listen to this. I'm going to tell y'all how the mom, there's a story about how the mom, how the, uh, the mom died. What happened? So it says Snow White was a motherless princess who arouses the jealousy and hatred of Mary Jane. All right. She was a motherless princess. She didn't have a, mo- a mother. So she was um, this motherless princess. This is original. Um, and it says um, from her mother uh, of hatred of Mary Jane, her mother's formal lady in waiting listen who is the ugliest woman in the kingdom but aspires to be to the throne she gives her heart to the witch hex in hex in return for she becomes a becomes beautiful and wins the love of the king so she was jealous she was so jealous of the of the queen that was on the throne before and she desired to become queen so she gave she got a she got she wanted she went and got a hex you know how y'all do y'all little spells a love spell a love potion to win the heart after that then she ended up killing him Cause she wanted the power and she wanted the throne for herself. That's what happened. You know, so that that's that's important for you guys to know. She and she wanted she wanted all the power for herself. She didn't care. She didn't care. Um, she didn't care about um, Snow White. She didn't care about the Queen. She sucked the beauty and the life out of all of them. Um, and, and that's, that's what she did. That's what she did. So what I'm saying, um, is you guys have to be really aware of what's going on, how you thinking, what you bringing into your spirit, everything. So Snow White seeks to go get the heart of, I mean, the queen seeks to go get the heart of Snow White. So she sends the huntsman in the movie. And here, here we go, how it gets spared again. Look at God. God came in and intercepted again. The huntsman didn't do it. She got the most powerful and strongest huntsman in the kingdom to seek and go get Snow White's heart. And instead, he ended up defending her. And the queen was so angry that she, that she turned into this witch. And she had to put a spell herself on Snow White and trick her and manipulate her. So that she can get her heart herself. And that's why you see the apple. And it put her to sleep. It poisoned her. And she wanted, she wanted 
this power so bad and a lot of people say well why was she just why she couldn't just no she needed snow white's heart because snow white was destined to surpass her so if she said if snow white is gonna surpass me then she gotta be the key and the mirror said get her heart and you will live forever she said beauty is her power she didn't want to die and her power was beauty this is why she had to keep getting power from queens to get she had to keep hexing to keep finding